Good afternoon, everyone. I'm Matthew Cos. This is TSN Radio's live coverage of Euro 2020. And from Parkin Stadium in Copenhagen, it is Russia versus Denmark. Denmark desperate for a win with zero points. They need a win today for a chance to move on to the final 16. They can still get a they can still finish second in group B, but it starts with a win over Russia. As for the Russian squad, a a wild swing for them. They could lose and, and find themselves at the bottom or they could easily qualify as the group runner-up. So a lot at stake today. All eyes on this Denmark squad, certainly after what happened to Christian Eriksen. The crowd is going to be incredible. The match will be incredible. Time now to go live. You're listening to TSN Radio's live coverage of Euro 2020. We're about to get underway. Denmark are in the all-white. Russia are in the all-red. 25,000 supporters inside the park and stadium. They've won the hearts of their nation for the compassion, the care, and the unity that they have shown but Denmark are yet to win in the Euros. And now it comes down to 90 minutes as we're underway. And as I say, there is that scenario where it could even come down to how many yellow cards to determine who qualifies. But before that, Denmark have to deliver. So, nil-nil. We'll keep an eye on that game as well in St. Petersburg as uh, the supporters, undoubtedly as they did the other night, they made a, an excellent start against uh, against Belgium. We'll uh, we'll try and play their part as well. Many of them just standing up inside the park and stadium as Vestergaard will come forward in the all-white. He hits a long right-footed ball in the direction of Brathwaite, and then the downward header from Kudryashov, and out of play it goes for a throw. First time he's actually been involved in these uh, in these Euros. He's had to uh, to deal with a little bit of uh, an injury, but Denmark. It's all about the Danes, Dion. Yeah, it is. It really is. I'm looking forward to the battle. Who's going to look after Big Zuba? Which centre-half is going to be brave enough for Denmark to look after Zuba? He likes the scrap. He likes the contact uh, when it comes into him. Vestergaard, Jar, and Christensen have got their work cut out tonight as well. Throw then for Russia on the left-hand side. Care with the, uh, the back pass to, uh, to Schmeichel. He spoke well yesterday. Did, uh, did Simon care and uh, I don't think many would disagree when he says it would mean so much uh, he also said for everything we've been through we deserve to go through not many I think would uh, would disagree maybe unless of course you happen to be uh, to be Russian but uh, Myla scooping the ball forward to Poulsen lays it off Damsgaard quite tricky slight in his figure short fair hair uh, sorry short brown hair lost the ball there did uh, did Denmark he now goes in hunt of it and it's out towards uh, Zikia and then Mario Fernandez didn't keep that ball in play that'll be a throw Mario Fernandez back in the side very very experienced CSK Moscow defender but they'll be happy the onus is all on Denmark yeah it is it really is and they've got some really good players as well Denmark going forward they will create chances they'll cross the ball at every opportunity as well it's just down to those white shirts to make it into the box Golovin to Zuba big frame unable to hold the ball up there's a Danish player who is down and uh, Vestergaard is going to stop play as a, as a result of that so the French referee Clement Turpin will just wander over nice little gentle jog just to make sure that uh, Kier is uh, is okay, but I mean, he's a 
brutal <laughs> fellow, isn't he? He's causing havoc. He had three players around him there, Zuba, and he just I just seen the elbow. It wasn't a bent arm, it wasn't meant to elbow into the uh, into the ribs of care there, the skipper. He felt that one, but he'll do that all day long. He's happy to have a fight with anybody. He wants to get hold of the ball. He wants to get Russia up the pitch. He's six foot five. Is uh, is Artem Zuba? <laughs> he scored five of their eleven goals at the uh, at the World Cup in 2018. He's had a hand in 22 goals in the last 21 appearances, scoring 14 and assisting eight. He leads the line so well. I think I actually see him. Didn't he score two in the first game against Saudi Arabia? I think he. Yeah. Yeah in the World Cup it was brilliant he's uh, I mean that was a great tournament wasn't it in uh, in Russia and uh, certainly when you think what they did as well with uh, reaching the uh, the knockout stages kept the interest alive in the uh, in the host nation one of the co-hosts but here they've had to travel last time they did that Wales in Euro 2016 in the major finals they were beaten by three goals to nil a point though would be good enough tonight for Russia but of course they'll be hoping for uh, a favour from Belgium at the same time Belgium to uh, to beat Finland in the other game in St Petersburg I don't think I've heard I don't think I've heard or seen <coughs> excuse me I don't think I've heard or seen an anthem sung with so much passion Denmark players you know how the camera goes down the line and you can see them you can actually see their, sh their intake of breath and their chest filled up and they bellowed it out brilliant to see I thought the other night for the Belgium game I thought that Simon Kerr he looked overwhelmed at times with the uh, with the anthem for obviously for for many of them the first time that they were returning to the park and stadium after the events involving Christian Eriksen in the opening match as Vestergaard passes the ball forward, Brathwaite out to Myler, Myler now left-hand side, enters the penalty area, right-footed, crosses towards the far post and tucked in to head the ball away was Kusayev, Vestergaard passes the ball back, Russia push out all in red, Kerr passes the ball forward, dark-haired figure of Delaney able to turn outside the centre circle, BBC Radio 5 live and now they slow it back down care once again out towards that far side Vass infield to Delaney Delaney flat diagonal ball out towards Myler and just stretching couldn't just couldn't keep that ball in play and Joachim Myler goes away from him and uh, out for a throw and a goal kick yeah, to, uh, to it was a lovely cross field ball he just couldn't get his feet sorted out it was two or three yards in front of him if that was a yard in front of him he would have been able to get control of it the first cross he did put in I'm thinking put it in with a bit more pace you know give your teammates a bit of a chance it was sort of left in there easily cleared but there's a lot of space down that left hand side for Denmark so far just to say as well that this match and also the other game in Group B tonight Belgium and Finland they're both on BBC television and don't forget that the games are live on BBC. Every match is available in HD, but also it has the option to get the five live commentary via the BBC iPlayer. So uh, you can watch and listen at the same time. And that is for every game on the, uh, the BBC through the BBC iPlayer. Um, if you haven't heard the news already, Mount and Chilwell for England are isolating. Uh, we'll be hearing from Gareth Southgate in conversation with our correspondent, John Murray, at half-time of this game. Vass with a cross from the right-hand side, headed away by Mario Fernandez. Kerr 
Passes the ball to Hoybier. Just forced a fraction uh, behind himself a little bit there. Forward then to, uh, to Damsgaard. Denmark all in white, playing from right to left. Seven minutes played, nil-nil. Denmark are controlling it, but they're not going gung-ho, are no, they? No, they're not, and, and they're just... <laughs> it's careful play, because Russia are going into a 5-1-4 into a at the moment. Just forcing Denmark to play in and around the wings rather than through them. Uzdoyev, interception from Vestergaard, trying to get uh, Zuber away. Mahler inside for Denmark, and the French referee has given a handball there against Uzdoyev. That'll be a free kick to, uh, to Denmark. We'll be focusing on Scotland, by the way, after the game. That's at full time. We're on air through until 10.30 tonight. So uh, plenty of uh, build-up to the games as Group D, of course, concludes tomorrow. And a two-hour build-up to those 8 o'clock kickoffs, where we'll be live from Wembley on 5 Live Sport, but also live from Hamden on 5 Live Sports Extra for Scotland against Croatia. Brathwaite with a cross, right-hand side. Uzdoyev heads the ball behind, and Denmark have a corner kick, and Brathwaite applauds the crowd behind the goal at that end on the, uh, the left-hand side to whip up the crowd because all of a sudden at a set piece they're going to try and trouble Russia yeah centre-halves are coming up the big boys are coming up for Denmark this is where Russia have to really concentrate hard the quality of the ball has to be right from Vass it's got to be an outswinger they've left a bit of a gap they've gone half marking half zonal Russia Vass there with a the corner right-hand side delivered deep there was a foul in the penalty area and uh, the referee has uh, given a free kick to Russia. Let's get an update then. Finland, Belgium, Conor McNamara. And it's still nil-nil. Belgium thoroughly dominating the early proceedings. Finland have hardly had a touch. Roberto Martinez with eight changes for the win over Denmark when they came from behind to win 2-1. De Bruyne, Aiden Hazard, Witzel all making their first starts of the tournament, as is Jeremy Doku, the second youngest player to ever play for Belgium at a European Championships. At the moment, Belgium would top the group, Russia would be second, Finland third, and Denmark would be out that's as it stands as it stands as uh, Zuba heads the ball forward looking for Moranchuk Golovin with the aerial challenge against Christensen out of play it runs for a throw rare opportunity for, uh, for Russia in these opening 10 minutes to get into the uh, to the Danish half Fernandez with a throw headed away by Vestergaard taken on the chest by Hoybier just tried to nick it past Zobnin but there was Zobnin to win it back for uh, for Russia and now it's with uh, with Moranchuk passes the ball back to Zikia at the heart of that defence the switch to the three at the back of Russia and then the ball is hit long by the young goalkeeper Matvey Safanov and eventually it runs all the way through to Kashmir Schmeichel so much at stake and that's the reason why I think we've had such a, a cautious start in these opening 10 minutes nil-nil the winners Russia, of Group B yeah. will play uh, in Seville I think Russia have got to just try and hold on to the ball just a little bit longer trying to go long too quickly give your teammate a touch of the ball play a few little triangles see how you get on play through the thirds at the moment seem to be rushing it seem to be panicking slightly on the ball Vass has hit the ball forward, Delaney's made the run, couldn't control the ball, still after it to put pressure on Zikia in the uh, the defence and he's hooked it out of play for, uh, for a throw, breaking through from the uh, from the midfield there was Thomas Delaney, the Borussia Dortmund midfielder who's been uh, linked with Southampton 
from the throw on the right-hand side. Fast, little flick out to Brathwaite. Brathwaite with the cross, nobody's there. Good defending. Calm yeah. defending by Mario Fernandez. Twists his upper body, chests it back to his goalkeeper. Very calm there. Must have had a good shout from his teammate as well. Could reassure Shikia in that defence. They're going to have to be sharp, organised. Just a, a bit of frustration from the Danish crowd. They felt that Safanov, the goalkeeper, was uh, just delaying clearing it and they were getting a little bit agitated as uh, Zuba slips, much to the hilarity of the Danish crowd. And Denmark play through the middle and Poulsen to Bass. Poulsen's now making his way in towards the penalty area. Brathwaite running in from the right-hand side. Brathwaite down towards the byline, checks back. He's got Kusayev who's gone with him. He's kept it in play, infield. Christensen joins the attack, Delaney now finds Mahler inside the penalty area, is this a shooting opportunity? Forced onto his left foot, wants it to come back onto his right, the left back, Mahler is still there, passes the ball to Vestergaard, but at the minute they, uh, they just can't find a way past this Russian defence, and now all of a sudden it'll be Damsgaard to take over, Mahler has stayed in the attack, back towards Damsgaard, but there's no end product, but they win it back, Mahler's done well, Russia dive in, Mario Fernandez, no foul, Vestergaard, just can't get the ball into the box. <laughs> it's just down the left-hand side, they keep giving it away to each other. Marla had two or three attempts there, he had a one-on-one -on -one with Fernandez, he should have done better. Coming in from the left wing, he was 18, maybe 20 yards out, he could have done a shake and bake into the right foot, shake and bake into the left foot, drop your shoulder do something, show us a bit of skill, get a shot off, he didn't do either, Fernandez wouldn't take the dummies, he did really well defensively, could have been really dangerous that. Mad when you think Dion isn't it, that after you know we talked before about they've had 43 shots, they've just scored the one goal in the opening two group games so far, but uh, as it's up towards Zuba, Zuba tries to head it back into the path of Golovin, referee's given a free kick in favour of Denmark, the, uh, the opponents though against Denmark have had seven shots and yet scored three goals. Yeah, maybe Denmark needs some shooting practice. <laughs> maybe they need to be back at two o'clock in the afternoon and practice your shooting. That's uh, not, not a great ratio at all. The thing is, we haven't really had a, a shot in anger so far, have we, 13 minutes we, in? We haven't because I think Denmark have had most of the ball. They've got to a certain area of the pitch, which is down the right-hand side and the left-hand side, and the defending's been that good from the full-backs of Russia that they haven't had a chance to cross it. In the days of the uh, of the Soviet Union, they were dominant at, uh, against Denmark. They'd won eight out of ten. Uh, definitely preferred opposition. Um, but this is uh, a Russia side who, hoping to reach the knockout stages of the Euros for the first time since 2008. Of course, it was held in. Austria and, uh, and Switzerland back then. They reached the uh, the semi-finals in that particular tournament before he was ruled out of uh, this tournament through injury. Yuri Zhirkov, of course, was part of that very exciting Russian side. Denmark ranked 10th in the world before these uh, Euros. Been on such a good run. One loss in 12 before the back-to-back -back defeats. Safe in pursuit now with Poulsen. Did ever so well to keep that ball in play. It looked like it was going to run out by the corner flag. And then the hurried ball, I mean, that was a lost cause. Just sheer desire from Poulsen. From the throw on the right-hand side, Denmark now building. They lose the ball. Golovin to bring it away. Zuba back there helping out, holds on to the ball. Plays it out towards Moranchuk, but he's overrun it. 
and Denmark now have it midway through the Russia half nil nil BBC Radio 5 live a quarter of an hour played and then volleyed downfield by Uzdef and it will be Denmark free kick I think is there for, uh, for Zuba barging into Christensen <laughs> he wasn't even looking at the ball big Zuba he's gonna definitely make it uncomfortable for those uh, defenders tonight of Denmark you can see his eye was on Christensen lent into Christensen there was a, an arm into the chest of Christensen not gonna get away with just doing that get your eye on the ball get your body in the way big fella get the ball down on your chest do it fairly and get your team up the pitch ball hit long down the middle up towards Brathwaite headed away by Kudryashov Golovin back to the left back Kusayev looking to turn away from Damsgaard and then the ball rather cheaply given away referee almost gets in the uh, into the path of Hoybier but Hoybier able to slow things down right of the centre circle all in white playing from right to left blonde haired defender Kerr the captain his 110th appearance for his country this evening is now Hoybier to Vestergaard of Southampton. Myla waits back towards Vestergaard once more. Still nil-nil. Russia have every red shirt back behind the ball. Let's get an update from the other game with uh, with Connor. Finland nil, Belgium nil, quarter of an hour played, Belgium have just had their best chance of the game so far, R Lukaku played into the penalty area, slightly left of centre, he wanted to drill it into the far bottom corner, he put it across the face of goal and wide, Belgium already through, any of the other teams in this group can still be joining them, Finland nil, Belgium nil. Well, well nothing's, nothing's changed in terms of as it stands, Belgium going through, Russia, Finland and Denmark is the, so nothing's changed until we have a goal. That's, that's what will, uh, will happen, but uh, Russia at the minute, they're the team in prime position. Golovin running forward now, opens up for Golovin. Golovin still going, saved by the legs of Schmeichel. We're well, expecting Golovin to score. I'm what? expecting Golovin to put that away, to be honest with you. Nice little drop of the left shoulder, he gets into the box. Goes past the skipper Kerr. Goes past Christensen, he just gets into the box, right hand side corner of the D and he just strikes it at Schmeichel he's got the whole goal to aim at should have scored it looked ominous the way the defence just parted yeah and what happened is Christensen came over too far left so much space on the right hand side Golovin took it and he didn't take his chance it's a really good effort 18 minutes played nil-nil in both of the games in St. Petersburg and Copenhagen Hoybier Leaves it to Vestergaard. One goal could change everything. And, uh, but equally, they've got to be careful of those opportunities because Golovin really should have done better. Vass hits the ball up towards Hoybier. Hoybier takes it on the chest on the edge of the area, bounced away from him and allowed Russia to clear. Mario Fernandez. They're not really coming out though, Russia, are they? No, they're absolutely, you know, anything that goes over the halfway line into uh, Denmark's half, they just stop and they stay in their own half. They get into this 5-1-4 that they are going into all the time, allowing Denmark to have the ball in their own half on the halfway line. Once they get over the halfway line, then they start to engage. But and That's why I think Stanislav Chechisov, the uh, the coach, is, is quite happy because, you know, they're the ones who 
are in prime position to go through with Belgium in this uh, in this group and just maybe try to uh, to pick off Denmark. That might be the uh, the game plan from the Russians. Fernandez running forward, the right wing back. Moranchuk plays it in towards Zuba. Zuba able to turn and gets the shot away, but on the half volley, sliced it well wide. Yes, yeah, a nice little ball in from Moranchuk on the right hand side. On that right wing, we're just seeing the replay here of Golovin. Gets clear, he's got the goal at his mercy, he shoots right. I think he tries to put it between Schmeichel's legs. Seeing several replays here from behind the goal there's got big space to the right big space to the left misses his opportunity Moranchuk though on the other hand will look to find the big man up front Zuba as many times as possible Zobnin under pressure from Damsgaard he's one of the uh, the players who's actually on a, a yellow card is uh, Mikhail Damsgaard the, uh, the Sampdoria player he's got to be careful as Huybier seeing a lot of the ball but at the minute not really creating a great deal Denmark Vestergaard to, uh, to Myla 20 minutes played on BBC Radio 5 live goalless between Russia and Denmark and in the other game Belgium and Finland Russia though have won the ball and Moranchuk runs forward Moranchuk inside to Zobnin tried to pass the ball to Golovin an outstretched leg diverts it behind and away for a corner kick to Russia at nil-nil yeah got lucky there they really did Russia have been in this situation a couple of times now they had a four on four on three that's a split second their final ball's wrong they should have just hold on to the ball commit defenders and then you find where that extra player is they tried to play the ball too quickly just didn't work but they are going forward in numbers Russia when they do go forward Moranchuk trundling, walking at a very, very slow pace to take the corner kick. That's why he's being whistled and booed and jeered by the <laughs> Danish supporters. He was ambling his way over onto the left-hand side. Moranchuk now with the cross, the referee's blown his whistle. Kerr was knocked to the floor and it'll be a free kick to, uh, to Denmark. You can see what they're doing though, you can see what they're doing. Big Zuba goes all the way round the back, leaves the front, goes round the back, and Moranchuk's trying to find him at the far post because they'll back their big man against anybody at the far post. That's where the danger's going to come from from set pieces. Still nil-nil. Vestergaard outside the centre circle. Forward and allowed to keep coming forward is uh, is Vestergaard. Passes the ball back. Christensen for uh, for Chelsea forward of the center circle Myler left wing back running forward 30 yards from goal left corner of the penalty area enters the box the return ball to him Mario Fernandez was fouled says the French referee free kick at the minute Russia are doing a very good job what 20 minutes in at, uh, at frustrating Denmark yeah they are players behind the ball every time it gets anywhere near their box they are on Denmark squeezing them, being nuisances, there's a lot of contact as well, physical contact, making sure there's no gaps in between the defence as well. We said earlier, and as it, as it would be at the minute, it would be Russia, the runners-up of Group B to play Wales in Amsterdam, the other nations who have a vested interest in uh, the outcome of these games in Group B, the Danish win, and Switzerland and England would qualify for the knockout stages 
but uh, Russia forward Uzdaya slides into the challenge offside against Golovin and then he's kicked the ball away they're trying every little tactic at the minute just to slow the game down there's an accusing finger now being pointed in the direction from the, uh, the re French referee Clement Turpin and, uh, and Golovin that'll be a bit of a warning I don't think he's going to take too much of that the referee I'm pretty sure he's going to let uh, the Russian players know anything free kick goes against them and they just nudge the ball away five six yards they will be getting yellow cards I'm pretty sure of that judging by his body language Kashmir Schmeichel in blue Denmark playing from right to left Vass infield Damsgaard comes under pressure from Kudryashov who was snapping away at his heels free kick given and already taken by by Denmark the pace is slow for Denmark isn't it? it it is because they're having to figure out where to go how to break down this rigid 5-1-4 now it's with Damsgaard forward ball towards uh, Hoybier Kudryashov was uh, was there Another clearance from him, off the head of Damsgaard, headed back to Damsgaard by a leaping Delaney. Damsgaard looking to turn, turns into traffic and loses the ball to Moranchuk. Zuba can't control it, taken off him by Kerr. Kerr will run forward, they're just looking for a spark at Denmark. Looking for something as a little bit of a catalyst, Poulsen. Right-hand side, crowded out though by the red shirts. And then Ustoyev goes down, now that didn't appear to be much of a challenge there, but he's got the free kick, he's got the high five from his teammate but he went to ground very, very easily. Oh, I'm not too sure there was hardly any contact from Poulsen. Yeah, I didn't see any contact at all, actually. Uznayev's going towards his own touchline, he's going towards the corner flag, there's nowhere for him to go. He's waiting for any minuscule touch and he's gonna go down, pressure's off, and the goalkeeper's got a free kick in the final third. I never knew such a thing existed. But in the 2019 World Happiness Report, Copenhagen finished second behind Finland. They're happy people, aren't they? Happy you, people. You're not laughing if you get a bar bill in Copenhagen. I know that for a fact. No, no. I, but, I, to but, be fair, mate, you'll never have that chance because you never buy any <laughs> drinks. <laughs> but at the minute, neither of them will be happy because it's Russia who are actually going, going through in second place at the expense of, uh, of Finland and, uh, and Denmark. 0-0 in St. Petersburg. Belgium, of course, are already through and still goalless in Copenhagen. BBC Radio 5 Live. And it, they're going to test the patience of the referee. They're deliberating about a free kick. But, I mean, this is already going on. We're still in the first half. The referee's got to take action. He's pointing at his watch and he's saying, cut it out. Get on with the game. Free kick. Still nil-nil. Moranchuk floats it forward. Headed away by Vestergaard. Headed back by Zikio. And then Mela in the challenge with Ustayev. Out of play, it goes for a throw. If they're doing that sort of uh, stuff now in the first half, wait till the second half. Yeah, I think the referees... I think that's it now. I think if they do it again, the referee's going to have to take some action because... They took too long, they, they stepped away from the ball, they had another conversation. They stepped away again, they come together, had a conversation. You've got to make sure that doesn't happen too much. There will become a point though where Denmark will have to start taking risks. At the minute they've been very, very safe. 
obviously cautious of the counter-attack that Russia may pose on the threat on the break Myler but just into a, a red wall at the minute as that is hoisted high by Delaney could Rearshoff has floored one of the Danish players and it's going to be a yellow card to the Russian defender it was a challenge on Vass so the uh, the shaven-headed Kudryashov is shown yellow. Yeah, and I'm not surprised over on the on the right-hand side. Yeah, he's got there. So, Kudryashov is so late. Absolutely ridiculous challenge, that is. Free kick to Denmark, but they've taken it, and they've taken it short and square, and then the ball hit long forward. Looking to get that run in from Vass coming in off the right touchline. Hoybier keeps the ball in play, down by the corner flag, still goalless on five live. Inside, Damsgaard enters the penalty area, stays on his feet when there was a little nib of his, of his, of his heels. But of course he was booked the other day for, for diving, so he couldn't afford to go down and do that. Absolutely. Can we there just watching, watching the ball, not being fooled by Damsgaard's quick thinking, quick feet. Good little play though, good to watch, really good to watch. Yeah, he, he was he was lively the other day, wasn't he? Damsgaard approaching half an hour and it's still nil-nil. But Denmark are the team who are facing the jeopardy because they are the ones who know that they've got to get the victory. A point's not good enough for Denmark. That was a poor clearance by Schmeichel. Yeah, what they're doing as well. Russia, they're mixing it up. Sometimes they'll go for a high press. Sometimes they won't. Keeping Denmark guessing. Vass comes forward now. Hoybier from distance. Hoybier shoots. Oh, what an effort that was from Hoybier. He really caught that. That must have been a good 30, maybe even more, 35 yards out from goal. And he's hit it right-footed. And it looks so close. Always travelling so hard. Keeper at full stretch couldn't get anywhere near it it's a really good strike you can tell when the ball's been hit nice and true the ball very rarely spins it moves through the air with no no spinning whatsoever he set it out towards the center of the goal therefore it's falling away to the keeper's right he sets it out at the far post it'll end up in the center of the goal great strike 30 yards out he'll be doing more of that now this is with uh, with Christensen don't forget, we'll be hearing from Gareth Southgate at half-time on BBC Radio 5 Live in 15 minutes' time uh, with the news that Mason Mount and Ben Chilwell are having to isolate. They're going to continue to check with Public Health England. Uh, it's a precautionary step that they've made ahead of that game, so there is a, a huge doubt over whether they'll play against the, uh, the Czech Republic. And we'll be hearing from the England manager at half-time with John Murray on BBC Radio 5 Live. Still nil-nil. What about the game in St. Petersburg? Conor McNamara. Belgium nil. Belgium have had two big chances, both involving Lukaku. The first one he fired wide. The second one he was unselfish. He tried to lay it off to Aidan Hazard, but that pass was intercepted. Belgium very much on top in St. Petersburg, but Finland nil, Belgium nil. Thank you, Conor. BBC Radio 5 Live. Delaney, care coming forward now. You can feel the apprehension from the supporters inside the park and stadium who are now finding their voices as well. 
they want to see their side progress. The players have spoke so well with a, a range of emotions that they've had to experience since that opening game against Finland. And they know that they can still finish second, not necessarily in their own hands. They would need Belgium to beat Finland. And at the minute, they're still drawing, as we've just been listening with, uh, with Connor. But it's out of their hands to finish in the top two. But they've got to win more than anything else. And at the minute, Dion, yeah, are they yeah. doing enough for you? Um, not at the moment. I think Russia have been very, very clever. When, when, when Schmeichel has the ball and he's got it at his feet, Russia are going for a high press. When he doesn't have the ball and the defenders have it, they're going into that 5-1-4. Uh, so it is keeping Denmark guessing. Do they go long? Do they do they miss out the high press? Or do they try and play through the thirds? They're having to mix it up because Russia are keeping them guessing. It's very clever. Dion Dublin with us here. BBC Radio 5 Live. Still nil-nil. Care back to Schmeichel. Schmeichel now will hit that right-footed ball through the middle. Distribution picks out Delaney. Myler forward. Damsgaard running on ahead of Poulsen. Plays the ball back towards the halfway line. They've lost it of Denmark. Delaney giving away a free kick. Just complaining towards Myler as well. No foul, uh, no yellow card taken against um, the midfielder for Denmark, but it was a clear free kick for the foul on Moranchuk. And again, no hurry whatsoever no. from uh, from Russia. Not at all. I think we need to see more from Dam Damsgaard and Paulson and Brathwaite for Denmark talked before about the 43 shots on target they've done nowhere near enough in terms of, uh, of testing the goalkeeper cross comes in from Golovin left hand side headed away by Kerr out of play it goes well he did say that Kasper Yulman, the coach that they'd be checking on the score at half time I mean even if Denmark were to win it wouldn't necessarily be enough because of Finland currently drawing with, uh, with Belgium in order to finish in the top two again more time wasting tactics not really helping it as far as a spectacle. You had Golovin ready to take the throw, then he'll leave it for Kudryashov. Little flick on from Zuba, headed away by Vestergaard for Denmark. Picked back up now by Zikia. Hits it forward towards Zuba, heads it back. Golovin comes inside, always on the rise, off his right foot, edge of the D, high and over the top and out for a goal kick. And it still remains. Russia nil, Denmark nil, and Russia still second in Group B. Yeah, Golovin has had the best two chances, this time on the edge of the box, 20 yards out, in the middle of the D, on the half volley. Just how you like it as well, bobbling about, and he just strikes it over the bar, no control of the shot. He had the one-on-one -on -one earlier as well with Schmeichel, when he should have scored. Denmark have had 72% possession. Is that right? 72% possession and they have created less than Russia. Certainly, uh, they need to up the creativity due uh, to Denmark as uh, Zuba chests the ball off to uh, Uzdayev, forward to Zuba. Uzdayev has continued his run, and Zuba didn't keep the ball in play. The, uh, the lumbering centre-forward for, uh, for Russia, but he'll be content. There was a cheeky wry smile there from, uh, from Zuba, because he knows that his side... Are, are doing enough to uh, to qualify for the uh, for the knockout stages. And I, I like the way that the, the, the Russian midfield players they really re, they really trust Big Zuba. As soon as the ball goes up to him, they go past their defenders or should I say their midfield players in support. Moranchuk 
Uzdoyev, Zobnin, they are on their bike to go and support the big fella because they know and trust him to hold on to the ball. Breakfast tomorrow, as is always the case when the home nations are playing out and about. You've got Rachel in Sunderland and Nicky will be in Edinburgh ahead of England, Czech Republic and Scotland, Croatia. Tomorrow night, Group D, 8 o'clock kickoffs, build up with Mark Chapman from 6. 0-0, Denmark. Been a very frustrating watch, to be honest, because Russia have been time-wasting, might not blame them. But from a, from a neutral's point of view, it hasn't been a, an entertaining game. Hit long by, by Schmeichel. But because of what's at stake, the drama may well unfold in the, uh, in the second half. We've got about nine minutes to go to the break as Mario Fernandez to take a throw for Russia, all in red, playing from left to right. Zuber is the target, flicks the ball on, nobody running in behind. Care not running too freely there, just um, might have picked up a knock, the Danish captain. It doesn't surprise me he's playing against Big Zuber tonight and he's put himself about in the first... 40 minutes of this game Hoybier he's had a long range effort that whistled wide Myler gets away from Fernandez who dived in Myler with a cross Brathwaite arriving late Russia get the ball away only as far as Christensen Vast to deliver right hand side far post Hoybier was there Mario Fernandez to head it away Zuba's back there lifts it over the head of Vestergaard met by Kerr lifts it forward on the half volley Myler now trying to get round the back of Mario Fernandez good defending wasn't the first time when he dived in and committed himself, but he uh, redeemed himself and uh, recovered the situation. Damsgaard, Hoybier, Myler on the stretch, Brathwaite can't get there, cleared away. Not being stretched enough, the Russian defence. Not yet, they aren't. Two crosses there, both to the far post. Denmark couldn't get anybody on the end of them, but there's so many red shirts in there. Wherever that ball drops in the box, there will be a red shirt. Got to be a little bit more, a bit cleverer than that, Denmark, to find a way through this organised Russian defence. Myler. Damsgaard now takes over. Damsgaard with a curling effort. That was a better ball in. Career shop to head it away. It was directed towards Poulsen. Vass back heels the ball right hand side. Ball played then forward and maybe a potential break. Uh, Kozayev didn't keep the ball in play. It'll be a Denmark throw. And again, another ball is just kicked away. Well, they're not at the minute. The patience of the referee, not exactly wearing thin but they're certainly testing the Danish supporters' patience. Yeah, they are most definitely. Damsgaard that time, not crossing from wide, crossing from the more centre the centre of the pitch, trying to find his teammate, Paulson. Here is Damsgaard! Brilliant goal! That was absolutely brilliant from Damsgaard! Denmark have the goal that they wanted! They're doing their bit! That was a superb curling right-footed effort and Denmark take the lead about eight minutes before half-time. Denmark won, Russia nil. Yeah, it's the Sampdoria super kid. He just sets himself, he receives the ball 22, 23 yards out. He doesn't even look at the goal. He gets it onto his right foot and he curls it past the keeper's left shoulder. His first touch is outstanding. His second touch takes it out of his feet. He's now on the edge of the D and curls it over the keeper, round the keeper. It dips, it bends. What a great strike that is, by the way. And he's 20 years old.
That was outstanding. An outstanding finish, which still isn't good enough for Denmark because Conor McNamara, Finland now moving to second place. Well, Finland are still nil-nil against Belgium in St. Petersburg. It has been all Belgium, though. Roberto Martinez making eight changes to the starting eleven, but they're making the chances. Lukaku with the latest of them. Couldn't put it either side of the goalkeeper. It was saved. Still nil-nil. What a goal, though, from, uh, from Damsgaard, Dion. Just a great strike, he knew exactly what he wanted to do, he was given a bit of space on the edge of the box. I like the way that the three up front for Denmark do rotate, Brathwaite and Damsgaard and Paulson. They find themselves in those three positions, uh, attacking positions, but they just mix it up a little bit. Keeping the Russian defenders guessing, and what a finish from the young lad. Brilliant finish, set it out, outside the post, brings it in, the keeper's got no chance. So Russia at the minute have gone from second to bottom of Group B. But uh, they'll be hoping now for a favour from Belgium who've made those changes, of course, who've already qualified. And all of a sudden, Russia now all of a sudden are going to have to try and come out a little bit more. We won't necessarily see time-wasting tactics now from the Russians. Hoybier forward, Paulson in round the back. Paulson chips the ball across the face of goal. Myler left-hand side, keeps the ball in play, looks up, right-footed cross from the left. Kudryashov heads it behind for a corner kick. The, the tails are up now for the Danes. Yes, they are. Myler was just a little bit late to the party, couldn't make it to the far post. For the first time tonight, he wasn't where he needed to be down that left-hand side. He was just short of pace, maybe a little bit tired. Great cross from Paulson, no end product. Denmark's tails are truly up, and they've got a corner. Outswinger this time. From Ke is it Kerr or Vass? Vass will be taking this. Vass on the right-hand side. 25,000 Danish supporters inside the Parken Stadium. It'll be another outswinger, one would imagine, from the right-hand side. Denmark lead by a goal to nil. In it comes now. Vestergaard heads it. Delaney just couldn't get the touch inside the six-yard area. Drops wide for a goal kick. Denmark lead by a goal to nil. Yeah, really, it's a really dangerous game to play. What Russia are playing. They have gone total zonal now which means they have a space to mark they don't have a player to mark there's three Denmark players on the edge of the box attacking the ball and everybody knows that a running jump is always going to beat a standing jump Vestergaard really didn't have to jump to win that one that's a dangerous game to play from that Russian defence on the many permutations that are at stake as far as Group B is concerned a Denmark 1-0 victory allied with Belgium 2-1 would potentially see disciplinary points the amount of yellow cards determine who finishes second so Finland will be hoping that they can just cling on to what is that precious point in uh, in St. Petersburg because as it stands it's Finland who have four points Denmark three Russia three and Belgium who had already qualified topping the table with seven but that is a goal from Damsgaard that you're never ever going to tire of seeing absolutely not why do, why do we say right out the top draw we use that very often don't we that is a finish out of the top draw is it because it was top draw is that why well it was just but like you said it was the touch as Hoybier plays the ball into him it was the touch that sets it up for the finish absolutely it's his first touch with his left the ball comes into him at pace so he takes it with his left foot he moves it with his right foot to set it for his right foot and what he does nicely is he sets it outside the post and then brings it in. It's like he's trying to curl it around the wall, an imaginary wall. It's a very technically difficult skill, but he made it look very, very simple.
Keeper had no chance. He turns 21 in early July. He's been linked with Spurs, Southampton and West Ham United. They reckon that he's valued at around 15 million. I would imagine now Sampdoria will just be adding a few, few more, <laughs> yes, few yes. more onto that uh, potential price tag. Absolutely. Denmark lead by a goal to nil. Finland though going through with Belgium from the top two. Denmark then would would have to wait and see um, if it would be enough, which is might not be enough for uh, for Denmark as one of those third place sides. They need a favour from Belgium. A bit more urgency from Russia at the moment. The ball went out there towards the dugouts and then running to go and get us. Fernandez is running to try and get hold of the ball. Body language has changed now when the ball goes dead for those Russian players in red. 1-0 to Denmark. Two minutes of normal time remaining in the, uh, in the first half. And Vass to take the throw. Not much movement for him from uh, the Valencia player hammered away downfield and knocked back out for another throw and they almost reached the uh, the halfway line to uh, the Denmark it's good that Denmark have they haven't really created much in this game whatsoever it took a bit of magic from Damsgaard to to break the deadlock but they have been patient they haven't changed the way they've played they've got their reward in the end tell you what George the producer is uh, he's on the ball is he? Yeah, First time for everything. That's that's true. Uh, <laughs> the saying out of the top draw was originally used to describe those from a higher social class. That makes you Lord Dublin. <laughs> <laughs> Sir Dennis. I wouldn't I like go that, that far. I like that. Very good, George. Very good. We're into the last 40 seconds of the uh, of the first half, where Denmark lead by a goal to nil. But they'll be checking on that score in St. Petersburg, and then they'll be hoping that Belgium can come up with something. And uh, with that change side, much change side for Roberto Martinez. Damsgaard, the goal scorer, to Brathwaite, right-hand side. Good play by Brathwaite, plays it in low. It reaches Damsgaard, he picks it up once more. He sends over the cross, and onto the roof of the net it goes and out for a goal kick he looks a player yeah he does he really does I mean the first chance to cross was, was awful from, from Brathwaite but Damsgaard takes over just couldn't wrap his foot around it it ends up on the roof of the net but yeah he's, he's happy to take the ball under pressure take charge of this game for his country well Russia as it stands are heading out of the, uh, of the competition Vass to Schmeichel downfield just the additional one minute to be added on in the park and stadium and this is Zhikia coming forward towards the far side Kusayev now it's with Ustayev Ustayev sends over the cross Vass will head it away Zobnin for the all red of Russia Golovin left-hand side running away from Poulsen short little ball inside Zobnin passes the ball back it's uh, Kusayev and Russia going back and there is the half-time whistle and Denmark are happy they're doing all they can do leading by a goal to nil but as it stands it's not enough but it was a quality goal from Mikael Damsgaard of Sampdoria 
seven minutes before half-time with a right-footed curling effort that at least gives Denmark hope, the under Yeah, it does. Mikhail Damsgaard has given Denmark a 1-0 lead over Russia, and before that, he had to wonder... Denmark with around 72% possession, but not getting much to show for it. But then that beautiful goal right over the keeper's right shoulder. And Denmark's chances of advancing are now alive after that goal. I'm Matthew Cause. You are listening to TSN Radio's live coverage of Euro 2020. And joining me, one soccer's lead commentator, Gareth Wheeler, is joining me. Gareth, how you doing, bud? That was an exciting I'm finish for that great. first half. Well, isn't the atmosphere absolutely incredible? You can hear it through the radio. This is what full crowds sound like, and it just yes. brings so much more life. And they're propelling Denmark to greater heights because Russia, they've proven resolute defensively. They've been very well organized, had a couple half chances early. But it's the crowd support cause. It seems like it's helping take that team to another level. And it comes from a 20-year-old player who who really, for for all purposes here, is the like-for-like like replacement for Christian Eriksen. 20 years of age, yeah. now getting a chance with Eriksen out, turns outside the area, a wonderful finish by such a young player in such a big moment for that country. And you're, and you're right, Denmark very much alive. Still needing some help from Belgium, but still very much alive here in Group B. Yeah, we've seen now two young guys score, and Christoph Baumgartner scored um, for Austria in their in their win uh, in, in their win earlier against the Ukraine. He was 21 years and 324 days. Uh, I'm happy for this for Denmark, a because we're all kind of rooting for them. But b, there's nothing worse, and you could see it a couple times. Russia sort of being called out for just stalling for wasting time. That's the last thing you want to see as a viewer. Well, a draw probably would be good enough to take them through. So look for yep. a much more attack. But I did like those tactics won't be in play in the second half unless Russia gets the equalizer. But I, I mean, all eyes are, are are in Saint Petersburg now, where ironically, you know, in Russia, where Finland's playing Belgium, because right now it's nil nil at halftime. It has been one way traffic. Uh, Finland have per- parked the pr- proverbial blue and white bus. They have every yeah. player behind the ball. Belgium, 68% possession, seven shot attempts to nil. And Oof. they're just holding on. And this draw, if, if everything stays the same in these two games, is good enough to see Finland go through at second place in the group. And, I, I mean, the impetus is there for Belgium to win, but a draw is good enough for them to win the group anyway. So there will be some scoreboard watching here as the second half picks up. Reminder, the two top teams from every group go on, and the top four third-place teams. And with Denmark being on three points, that might not be good enough to see them go through. So they're going to need some help and hopefully come away with a three-way tie for second place where then goal differential would come into play. Yeah, so Denmark's just rooting hard for Lukaku right now to be able to get yes, something absolutely. going. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Um, on the other side, Wheeler, I want to get into what is going on with England because there is some big news there. Their final match is going to be tomorrow at 3 o'clock, so we'll be doing the half of that. They're taking on the Czech Republic, but I want to get your thoughts on some players for England isolating and what's going on with Harry Kane. So we will do that in just a moment. That's Gareth Wheeler. I'm Matthew Cause. You are listening to TSN Radio's exclusive coverage of Euro 2020. Champions live here. 
Welcome back, everybody. You are listening to TSN Radio, the official home of Euro 2020. I'm your host, Matthew Kahn. that over there? Oh, you can't see him. It's radio. It's Gareth Wheeler. Wheeler tomorrow. And by the way, sorry, I should uh, I should update. It is Denmark with a 1-0 lead over Russia at the half. Tomorrow, 3 o'clock, Czech Republic versus England. Uh, the winner wins Group D, both teams with four points. Before we get to Harry Kane, uh, the big news, Mason Mount and Ben Chilliwell are both isolating ahead of tomorrow's match. Uh, that's all we know right now in terms of information, but how much of an impact could this be on what we see tomorrow? Well, th- this happened because their Chelsea teammate, Billy Gilmore, who played for Scotland, was actually the man of the match in their draw with England. Uh, he had a positive COVID test, and both players apparently had contact after the match uh, with the player. They, uh, Mason Mount and Ben Chilwell have not tested positive, but they're isolating just as a precautionary mm-hmm. measure. Uh, so we'll have to see if, if, they, if they're if their tests come back clean, then I'm assuming that they'll be good to go. But it's certainly an issue of concern for both Scotland and England that potentially more positive tests can come back. And, and look, England's in a great spot going into their next game. The predictable overreaction after their draw against Scotland, I mean, it's always the highest of highs or the lowest of lows with the three Lions, True. isn't it? And, and, and look, like... They play Czech Republic. A draw will be good enough to see both teams through the group in first and second place. And honestly, if England do end up drawing Czech Republic, they're going to have an advantageous draw into the next round. You want to come second place in this group because the team that goes on to win this group has to play the second place team from Group of Death. So if you're Czech Republic or England, good luck if you win this group against the likes of France or Portugal or Germany. So uh, it's not all gloom and doom for England, and they're actually in a preferable position for me because if they do draw this game cause, they finish second place. So it's not a must win. It's a must draw and a must get Harry Kane going out of this one. Which is where we go next. And I think a lot of the overreaction was just, it just was very uninspired play against Scotland. And part of uh, the uninspired play was, uh, was Harry Kane. Failed to have, as he, he's failed to have a shot on target in the opening two games. Uh, he's only scored two goals in his last 11 appearances for England. He's been substituted out against both Croatia and Scotland. Wheels, what the hell's going on with Harry Kane? Uh, nothing. <laughs> Nothing's going on. Every you know uh, manager on their couch at home think they know how to play the best team to get the most out of every player. Look, That's there right. will be some adjustments made by Gareth Southgate. Harry Kane won the Golden Boot, scored the most goals at the 2018 World Cup. He's one of the top three or four strikers in the world game today. He will be fine. Quite frankly, he hasn't had enough service. Like There hasn't been enough good distribution or passing to bring him involved into the game. The Scotland game was always going to be difficult. He's playing against players that he plays with and against at the club level. That was always going to be a difficult game. I think this game sets up very well for him his manager Gareth Southgate says that he will start he will play uh, and he is the priority I'm calling this the Harry Kane game I, I don't see how he doesn't score a goal in this game he might go on to score two or three cause he is that good the panic button at least from where I'm sitting is not being hit and I think he's bound to break out and it could very well be in tomorrow's game um, you know, we'll, we'll see what Czech Republic bring. They've been very good through th- two games in this competition, but Harry Kane should be licking his chops. Uh, again, I think that this is a, mount- a mountain being made out of a molehill here. 
That's what it's it's what we do, especially the star players. And keep an eye, of course, on Patrick Schick, who has two goals so far. The crazy long one against Scotland, of course, the penalty kick against Croatia. Wheeler, uh, enjoy the second half of Russia versus Denmark, and I can't wait tomorrow to do a lot of overreaction, halftime analysis of the Czech Republic and England. Well, let's root for chaos here because if Belgium does beat Finland and this result stays the same, three teams all tied for second place, and we love chaos. So go on, Belgium, get us a goal, and let's have some chaos in Group B. 100%. That is Gareth Wheeler, the lead commentator for One Soccer and Euro contributor for all of TSN Radio. Coming up in just a moment, the second half, Denmark leading Russia 1-0. You're listening to TSN Radio's live coverage of Euro 2020. Welcome, everyone, to TSN Radio's live coverage of Euro 2020. We get you set for the second half at Parkin Stadium in Copenhagen with the call Ian Dennis. Dean Dublin and George Cummins. It is Denmark with a 1-0 lead over Russia. Enjoy the second half. And Mela, Hoybier and Delaney in the midfield with Damsgaard, Poulsen and Brathwaite. For, uh, for Russia, who've matched up, Safanov is in goal. Difiev, Zhikia, Kudryashov are the three defenders. Mario Fernandez at right wing back. Kusayev is the left wing back. Ustayev and Zopnin in the midfield with Moranchuk and Golovin behind Zuba and there is uh, an early injury at the uh, at the start of the second half so there is uh, a stoppage and uh, Dion Gareth Southgate in conversation there with uh, with John Murray didn't mention your name when it came to strikers no I'm very I'm disappointed yeah but I you know what, I could, what the one thing I draw from that is that he clearly thought that you never had went through a balance spell that's very true actually and that's probably what what he was thinking to be. I, never, I never knew I never knew Dion did he miss a game without scoring Dion obviously not my balance spell was an afternoon I think to be honest with you Myler is getting treatment let's get into uh, to St. Petersburg because as it's, at the minute Finland are going to be going through with uh, with Belgium from uh, from group B any sign of any changes from Belgium, Connor? Well, Eden Hazard has come out for the second half. He had limped off at half-time, but he is fit to continue. Finland have probably had, actually, their best chance of the game right at the start of the second period. Poyan Palo with an opportunity which was deflected away. Belgium have dominated throughout this one, but Finland may be hoping to start this now on the front foot in the second half. Finland nil, Belgium nil. And Russia trailing by a goal to nil. Uh, Golovin might have just been caught by a sliding vast, but he's back on his feet. They're going to see a lot more ambition, I would imagine, in the second half from uh, from Russia. Kudryashov has got the throw on the left-hand side, coming back into the team. That's the one change that uh, Stanislav Chechesov, the coach, had made. It's a throw-in from the, uh, the left, aimed towards Zuba, headed away by the Danish defence, and then it's going to go all the way back to, uh, to Igor Dipiev, and now with the goalkeeper decked out in black away towards the right-hand side. Hits it long, up towards Zuba. Moranchuk trying to get in the run behind. Repelled by Denmark, leading by a goal to nil. You know when you used to go to the amusement arcades? Yes. And you'd put your two penny, uh, two pence in the, the... Or you could do sometimes a ten pence piece. You could, you'd put it in and it would go all the way down and it would drop and it would go to the very edge like, a, like a, almost like, two, like a coin pusher yeah 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 well and then you'd, you'd if you felt lucky and you got lucky you'd have that cascade of coins that would drop and all of a sudden you'd be delighted 
we're going to have the equivalent of that tonight as far as Euro 2020 is concerned because the way that the results will go you're going to have 11 of the 16 teams who will be knowing that they'll have qualified for the knockout stages because not only will we see Belgium and Finland at the moment going through but the results as it is we'll also see Sweden Czech Republic France England and Switzerland also having their places confirmed so there'll only be five more berths that remain for the uh, for Euro 2016 if it stays as it does uh, Kudryashov is uh, is down for for Russia and been a, a number of interruptions to the game already in the uh, in the second half I'm very surprised the referee didn't stop this one ASAP clash of heads referee lets it go for another five seconds Kudryashov I think is still on the floor yeah he is they've got him they've got him laid on his side and there's blood there's lots of blood he's got a bang on the head that was the one good thing about Anthony Taylor, the referee, when you go back to that game with, involving Christian Eriksen. Um, how quickly Anthony Taylor was able to, to see what had happened and get the medics on as quickly as they did. But uh, a clash of heads between Kudryashov and, and Hoybier. Just whilst there is a, a stoppage in play, after five live sport tonight, we're on until 10.30. But Colin Murray will, of course, as usual, follow, and he's joining up with Dotton Adebayo. They did it for the longest night, and they're doing it for the shortest night. So he's going to have lots of energy, which, of course, includes the world football phone-in. So that's on BBC Radio 5 Live at 10.30. We are back underway, and Denmark lead by a goal to nil, but it wouldn't be enough to see them finish in the top two because Finland are currently drawing with Belgium in St. Petersburg. So Finland, one of the debutants, would be going through. If you missed it earlier on, North Macedonia nil, Netherlands three, and Austria beat Ukraine by a goal to nil. So the Netherlands will place a third-place side as Denmark are attacking, Brathwaite out towards Vass, and it's Austria against Italy at Wembley on Saturday like a jigsaw it's just slowly but surely coming <laughs> it's together it's taking its time isn't it it's taking its time waiting for the results to come in BBC Radio 5 live care Denmark lead by a goal to nil they may well rue their approach Russia and the, the early time wasting tactics in the first half as Kudryashov showing no ill effects of that challenge being patched up ball out towards Zobnin. Mario Fernandez tries to get a touch, runs away from him. Both of these games, as a reminder as well, are also on BBC television and you can listen to the commentary and watch at the same time through the BBC iPlayer if you want to listen to Radio 5. Vestergaard, short diagonal ball. Hoybier. He himself has, uh, has been patched up as well after that clash of heads. A, uh, a bandage on now as the uh, the former Southampton player but Denmark looking to try and I mean there's nothing more that they can do now Denmark they've just got to protect the lead maybe look to try and build on it but they'll be waiting and hoping that Belgium can do them uh, them a favour against Finland it is a, it is a, a role reversal we're seeing at the moment 
Denmark were playing as we look from right to left unless you were sat in and at the moment unless you're now going for it and Denmark is sat in Vestergaard heads it forward to Poulsen inside to Damsgaard the return ball to, uh, to Poulsen struggling for pace and sliding across was uh, Diffieff gets there first he was a, a bit one paced was Poulsen he was but Diviev there was a split second where he changed pace and thought I could win this one and quash the danger he made the right decision Damsgaard Myla bandaged Hoybier chips the ball forward Vass to Brathwaite first touch went away from him Vass to Brathwaite Brathwaite six yards out centre of the goal edge of the six yard box take it first time it's bounced in front of you get it get it whatever you can on it get it going forward try and take a touch in that area you've got no time the defender's there the keeper's there take your chance Dion Dublin with us BBC Radio 5 Live as Denmark lead by a goal to nil but crucially it is still nil-nil between Belgium and Finland in St. Petersburg Miranchuk Delaney giving away the, uh, the free kick and uh, Russia midway through the uh, the, Dame, the Danish half will take it it's going to be Zikia who's going to take it the natural target is, uh, is Zuba quite a high line and it comes now towards Zuba Christensen heads it away Kuryashov heads it back lifted back by Diviev Christensen does well under pressure from Zuba who lent into him gives away a free kick yeah he's not going to get away with that Zuba just barging into Christensen there Christensen in the air as well and he just gives him a bit of a shove doesn't really attempt to go for the ball Zuba needs to needs to get lots of service in the second half if uh, Russia were to get back into this one Kuzayev down the left hand side and Fernandez down the right hand side for Russia they'll just be looking to put everything on the big man's head you can hear the Danish supporters 10 minutes into the second half terrific atmosphere in the park and stadium but won't be enough to qualify in the top two they're doing their bit Vestergaard back out towards the far side making the run Poulsen Denmark all in white Myler Poulsen waits behind him passes the ball to the Leipzig player sends over the cross from the left hand side tucked in with Kuzayev to head the ball away and then Poulsen gives away a, a free kick that's the other side of Kuzayev making sure that he's tucked in at that far post I did say he's got to go forward and he's got to supply Zuba with crosses but he's there on the far post great cross from Paulson on on the left hand side but he just tucks in at the right time helping his teammates out Kuzayev Vestergaard clears forward Paulson lays it off Damsgaard inside to Hoybier might have had a man over in Brathwaite on the right hand side Paulson now has it left corner of the penalty area Paulson's shot was blocked by Diffieff comes back out to Delaney holds on to it Hoybier seeing the run of Vass headed away away under pressure from Kusayev once more 
Golovin inside, nice little turn by Zobnin for Russia. Midway through his own half and then held back a little bit by Delaney. And it is going to be a, a yellow card there for uh, for Thomas Delaney. Yeah, because I have again helping himself to a free header at the far post, clearing the danger away, getting his team on the break. But Delaney in the centre of the pitch puts a stop to that, allows his team to get back, but it's cost him a yellow card. Zobnin was on his way. After 10 o'clock through to 10.30, we'll be hearing with from Jack Grealish, Kieran Tierney and Andy Robertson ahead of those games in to conclude Group D tomorrow. England, the Czech Republic live from Wembley, 8 o'clock kickoff on 5 Live Sports Extra. Scotland, Croatia live from Hamden. The build-up, 5 Live Sport from 6 to look at both of those games. And, uh, of course, every morning... The daily Euros, the news and the interviews from BBC Sounds is always available to give you the very latest from these European Championships. Russia on the attack, but the cross just curls all the way through and no threat whatsoever to Kasper Schmeichel's goal from that ball from Zikia. Really good defending, doubling up on Zuba. Shikia could reassure, making sure that he's not got any space to run into closing his space down, getting close to him, physically getting close to him, not allowing him to jump. Ball just goes over his head, harmlessly out for a uh, for a goal kick. Schmeichel with the uh, the goal kick. Kudryashov winning that challenge with Poulsen. Now it's with Kusayev inside. Ball played by Uzdeev. He's given the ball away. And now Denmark leading by a goal to nil with Myler. Strong run by Myler. Threads it through to Poulsen. And quickly off his goal line with Safanov, the goalkeeper, to dive at the feet. Denmark still lead by a goal to nil. But Finland nil, Belgium nil means it's those two sides who'll finish top of Group B. And from all of a sudden where maybe Wales were thinking, oh, what's happened there? Poulsen, Denmark increased their lead. Poulsen has got a 2-0 lead now for Denmark and it will be Dosvidania to Russia who are going out to the competition I think that was Kuzayev on the left-hand side coming out for Russia got put under a bit of pressure and he played a blind pass back to his keeper and he played it towards the goal the keeper had come out to the left Paulson hadn't come up he throws it out, it is Kuzayev, he turns, Paulson still there, it's not it's not Kuzayev, he plays it in field. It was Zobnin, he plays it? it in field to Zobnin, he plays a blind pass back to his keeper, and Paulson is on the penalty spot, receives it and doesn't even take a touch. There's an empty goal. He just passes it into an empty net. That is the easiest goal Paulson will score in his career. Well, that was a real gift from Zobnin. And Poulsen, the grateful recipient. And Denmark now lead by two goals to nil. But they still require a favour 
from Belgium, Conor McNamara. And as things stand, Finland nil, Belgium nil. If anything, Belgium are trying to score the perfect goal here. They've been very intricate. The pressure is somewhat off Belgium. They know they're going through anyway. Of course, they want to go through as group leaders. Aiden Hazard's had another chance to go of begging. Finland have just made the first change of the evening in St. Petersburg. They've taken off their captain, Tim Smarve. It's Finland nil, Belgium nil for now. Well, only two teams so far in these European Championships have come from behind to win. Belgium against Denmark and Germany against Portugal. So no side has actually been able to come back from 2-0 down and to claim the win. And Russia find themselves now in a helpless situation. And uh, Denmark can only just sit and wait. They need now that result to come through. They've made a change. Uh, Dolberg has, uh, has come on. And Russia are going to respond with a couple of changes themselves. But you can't help but feel it's too little too late for, for Russia. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, they haven't really created anything. They had a couple of chances in the first half. But apart from that, a lot of time wasting, a lot of ne negative play in that first 45 minutes. Now they're chasing the game. Two down, they've got to do something special. Jens Stroja Larsson uh, has also come on for, uh, for Vass. So they're the two changes that uh, Denmark have made, who lead by two goals to nil. And uh, Russia's two changes. As Dayev has, uh, has gone off. So Jemaletdinov has, uh, has come on, the locomotive Moscow midfielder. He will come on for, uh, for Uzdayev in the centre of midfield. And then the, uh, the other change that they have made is that Moranchuk, has, uh, has gone off and Alexander Sobolev who's a forward has, uh, has come on three goals in his seven international appearances so far but Denmark lead by two goals to nil and they will just be hoping and praying that Belgium can uh, get themselves a, a goal because Finland as it stands are still going to be going through from the top two as far as Group B is concerned and so at one time when we were thinking that Wales, who play the runners-up of Group B, would have a reunion with Russia after that uh, meeting in 2016 in Toulouse, where Wales won by three goals to nil. Instead, you're looking at, at Wales-Finland in Amsterdam on Saturday at the moment for Rob Page's side. Damsgaard, nice little turn inside to Dolberg. The return for Damsgaard. Challenge was a vital one. Denmark sliding back in. Russia trying to build from the back. And over on that far side, it's Kusayev who's going to try and bring the ball clear for, uh, for Russia. But Denmark now have it, and it's Brathwaite coming forward. Brathwaite to Marla. Marla waits, Brathwaite edge of the six-yard area. Back with Marla once more, turns, fires low. Saved by Safanov. Now, I know it's easier playing when you are two up, without a doubt, but the energy from Denmark, they've, they've gone the opposite way. They're not, they're, they're not wanting to hold on to this. They are squeezing Russia in the final third. They're really making it difficult for Russia. Every time a red shirt gets it, there's a white shirt there, putting them under pressure. Denmark are playing like they want to get three and four. Yeah. The 2-0 uh, they lead. Stroyer. Inside to Delaney. Brathwaite, nice little interchange there. The return back to Dolberg. This is good, Dolberg. Oh, he did it. He did it. It was a lovely little move from uh, from Denmark. Nice little interchange, just opened up for Dolberg, and he dawdled, and there was uh, Mario Fernandez to help guide it back towards the goalkeeper. Dithering, dawdled, Dolberg. Dolberg, come on.
He could have taken it first time. Brathwaite had his chance. He put it on a plate for Dolberg and he just... If the chance offers itself to you and you can take it first time, you have to do so. It opens the, it opens the doors for mistakes if you try and take a touch in tight areas. Stroyer for uh, Denmark inside to the blonde head striker Dolberg. Oh, this could be trouble. This could be trouble. Kudria Sharp has already been booked and that was a blatant pull. Blatant pull of the shirt from Kudria Sharp. This is this could easily be a second yellow card. He knows it as well. He's got his hand up looking at the replays here. He's a lucky boy. He's very lucky. He's a lucky boy. He was, but that was that. If he hadn't been booked, I bet you he gets a yellow card. Yeah, and I think the captain's just been over as well to speak to uh, Kudria Shop as if to say, listen, be careful because you were nearly in the book again there. He's having a chat with the captain as well again. Zuba's leaning over him. Be careful. That should have been a yellow card. He it was away. Yeah. He was away. Yeah, he should be sent off. Kudria Shop should have gone then for a second bookable uh, offence. I think he knew it because his instant reaction was to put his hand up as if to say, referee, I'm sorry. Russia are extremely fortunate they're not down to ten men. They're trailing by two goals to nil. Belgium nil, Finland nil in St. Petersburg. It's Belgium and Finland who are the one and two in Group B. BBC Radio 5 Live. Damsgaard and Stroyer. Stroyer runs over the ball. It's going to be Damsgaard now, delivers it. A little touch there by the... Right hand of Safanov, the goalkeeper, diverts it out of play for a throw away on that far side. And we've been playing for, well, we're almost midway through the second half. Russia nil, Denmark two, but still, crucially, Finland nil, Belgium nil. But listen to this. Listen to that reaction. And this is the reason why Connor wanted a goal uh, to be sorry Denmark wanted a goal in this game and they've got it Belgium have taken the lead against Finland this is very good news for the Danes that's why you've got the cheers in Copenhagen and who else but Romelu Lukaku he took it well Belgium have dominated this game chance after chance finally one of them have fallen to them Belgium top of the group Denmark move it to second place and it could be the Danes against Wales on Saturday the way things stand Finland nil Belgium won here and how apt that it's a teammate of Christian Eriksen who has got the goal that benefits the Danes that's incredible that is an unbelievable result for Denmark so far so good for them Russia are going for it though they're making substitution after substitution going very very attacking at the moment everything's being pumped forward for Russia when they get the ball you can't help but some you know that's fate isn't it it has to be because the way that Denmark have played in the second half the goal they've scored the quality the energy they're showing right now it's just outstanding and the reaction as well even before we'd heard that news from Connor you knew you knew 710 miles as the crow flies from Copenhagen to St Petersburg but in an instant the Danes were celebrating as if they scored another goal because Denmark now are currently second. Russia are coming forward. It, could that be a penalty? Yes, it could. Yes, it could because Sobolev has gone down. Denmark protests. It will go to VAR. But the referee, Clement Turpan, on what is a dramatic night, has awarded a penalty to Russia. I'm not sure if there's enough contact. I need to see this one again. 
he did look like he just dropped to the floor without very much contact he received the ball about eight yards out back to goal he took it with the outside of his right foot as if to take it onto his left foot and strike onto his left foot and have a look at this now it goes into his feet I don't I don't know I think I think that will be reversed I can't see any enough contact there for the referee to give that as a penalty you can see with the angle where the referee was as to why he's given it a penalty but off these off these pictures I can't see that penalty standing there's a lot of we've seen the replays here in in slow motion there's a waggly finger from three or four Denmark players as if to, as if to say no the penalty, I think, is going to stand. Wow. And it is Zuba who's going to take it. He's up against Kasper Schmeichel. By the way, the drama isn't over just yet, even before the penalty is going to be taken. A goal here from Zuba will move him level with Alexander Zerkakov, the all-time scorer for the Russian national side. It could offer hope for Russia. Zuba waits. Up against Schmeichel. Denmark lead by two goals to nil. But it's only 2-1. Because Zuba right-footed has gone through the middle. Silence inside the park and stadium. But there's another reason for that, Conor McNamara. Oh, the drama, the drama. After an eternity, VAR has ruled out the Lukaku goal. It is still Finland nil, Belgium nil. This is a huge lifeline for Finland, who for a moment it all felt it was slipping away from them. However, they for now remain in that second place in the group. And as things stand, it'll be Finland-Wales on Saturday. Incredible scenes in St. Petersburg. Finland nil, Belgium nil, it remains. Back to a case of how you were. Denmark third. Russia a second. Sorry, Russia a bottom rather from being second. So it's Belgium, Finland, Denmark, Russia is how it looks in Group B. And I think now, judging by the reaction of the Danish supporters, they equally are aware of that disallowed goal in St. Petersburg. Yeah, the reaction of the fans has been amazing. Lots of noise when they thought that Belgium had scored. That goal from Lukaku, now it's been taken off and Zuba gets the penalty and he scores straight down the middle by the way, straight run up, straight in the middle of the goal, Kasper Schmeichel dives to his left, nowhere near it, they have to calm down the Denmark players, they are incensed with that penalty being given. Karavayev has come on uh, as well for Kudryashov, not surprised that he's been taken off by the, uh, the Russian coach. Churchill's off because uh, he, he really should have been sent off but anyway it's 2-1 to Denmark but Finland are still in second position after that goal from Belgium and here we were thinking about fate it's a cruel cruel twist of fate to see that goal disallowed on what is a, a wide range of emotions that the Danish supporters have experienced from seeing their side go 2-0 up Peg back to 2-1, the elation of thinking that they were going to be qualifying in second, and now that has been wiped away from them. Zuba with the back heel, little ball back in from the substitute, Karavayev, and it goes out of play. And Russia now all of a sudden with so much more urgency, the urgency that was lacking in the, uh, in the first half when they were thinking they were going to go through that cautious approach, but now they're desperate as... Denmark are going to make a change and the Brentford player, the midfielder, 
Christian Norgard is going to be coming on for Mikael Damsgaard, who scored that excellent goal in the first half. The and energy that to see from those Russian players is... Where's that been all game? If they'd have started like this, they might have had more of a chance early on in the first half. Different side at the moment, Russia. 17 minutes remain. I think we're probably no more than about a minute ahead of the action in St. Petersburg. But that, crucially, is still nil-nil. Here is Karavayev with a cross. Takes a bit of a deflection. Will be brought away now by Norgard and Brathwaite coming forward. Strong run, left-hand side, BBC Radio 5 Live, going on ahead of him is Marler. Two-way in the penalty area, Marler has it taken away off his toes and it goes out of play for a corner kick to Denmark who still lead by two goals to one. The energy is great in this game now, both sides, so much to lose, so much to gain. It's played at a different pace, the noise in the stadium was picked up as well, the Denmark fans know they have to do their bit. The players are trying to do their bit as well. Corner for Denmark. I don't know if Denmark have an equivalent of Yuri Geller, but they'll be hoping, after listening to him on Five Live the other day on Five Live Breakfast, no, it was with Adrian Charles, I think it was, he was talking about 96 and how he circled Wembley in a helicopter. You're thinking, is it, did he really do that at the time when he was being interviewed by Adrian Charles? But I would imagine now that if there is a Danish equivalent of Yuri Geller, They'll be hoping for some sort of divine intervention from, uh, for something to happen in St. Petersburg. In comes the corner. It was a teasing ball in towards the near post. The goalkeeper scrambling has lost it. What a scramble this is. Vestergaard, little prob there by Christensen. That was a right old melee inside the uh, penalty area. And they managed to bring the ball away to Russia. Yeah, did well there. They just made sure that ball didn't go goalwards. It's so, it was, it's like it was in a scrum. It just couldn't find its way out of that melee on the edge of the six-yard box. Players in white trying to kick it towards a goal. Players in red trying to kick it away from the goal. And in the end, Russia did get it away. In all of the mayhem, Kazayev has gone off the field of play and they've brought on Maxim Mukin, uh, a young midfielder from, uh, from Lokomotiv Moscow, but he'll soon be joining CSK Moscow for only his fifth appearance for his, uh, his country. So we have 15 minutes remaining on a dramatic night and 15 minutes where, from a Danish point of view, they need Belgium to score. Conor McNamara. Finland nil, Belgium nil. It remains 74 minutes on the clock. I think it's going to be very controversially in this decision to disallow the Lukaku goal. It, in my mind, it's been the longest VAR uh, delay in a game. They took ages over it. The replay, he looked onside, but he was given offside. And we're not going to hear an awful lot about this later. Finland nil, Belgium nil for now. Well, Dipiev has been shown a, a yellow card. Now, we've just been with, uh, with Connor there, but again, listening to the reaction of the supporters inside the park and stadium. And again, it's happened back to Connor. Yes, Belgium has scored just as I left you. The Belgians have taken the lead. They look to the referee. They hope there'll be no VAR check this time. But it was from a corner, and it's Vermaelen, the former Arsenal player. He of Barcelona in the past. His header went over the goal line. The goalkeeper, Radetzky, it might go down as an own goal off him. It hit the post, hit the goalkeeper, went in behind the line for sure, despite the attempts of the goalkeeper to shuffle it out again. This goal is going to count. Belgium do have their lead here, and that now has the ripple effect on the table. It sends Finland plummeting to the bottom, and it sends the Danes 
back into second place. It keeps spinning, but for now, Finland nil, Belgium one, quarter of an hour to go. Well, that ripple effect was clearly heard in Copenhagen, and Denmark are back second. And it will be Denmark to play Wales as it stands in Amsterdam in the last 16. But Russia will be hoping to try and spoil the party because they're only 2-1 down and Russia are really going for it now. Zobnin has an effort, that's cleared. So there's still the tension, they're still on edge in Copenhagen. They've cleared the ball long, Brathwaite will give chase. Diziev who's just been booked, fouls Brathwaite. The free kick again towards the referee. He's very lenient, Clement Turpat. I know not every foul is a yellow card, but you had Kudryashov, who's on a yellow card, who pulled a player back, wasn't shown a yellow, and then you have another foul given away when one-on-one for Diviev there against Brathwaite. Diviev's just been booked for a tackle on the same player in the space of two minutes. Brathwaite was away for the first time, nearly in on goal, got his yellow card, and Diviev brings him down again. He's going down the left-hand side puts his arms on his shoulder and drags him down not a yellow card for me free kick yes but he's got to be very careful Diviev twice now Denmark are going through with Belgium it's fans also, are bouncing aren't they oh, Kasper Schmeichel said the other day that for the the, uh, the Belgium game it felt like a hundred thousand were inside the park and stadium he said he'd never experienced an atmosphere like it well it's certainly to match it and they could have the celebrations to go along with it too they lead by two goals to one. Stroyer's going to take the free kick. Denmark are attacking. Free kick that they have. In it comes from the left-hand side. And headed away by Diviev behind for another corner kick. It's a really good quality cross coming in there. Centre of the goal. It ends up bang on the six-yard line. Centre of the goal. Brathwaite is at the far post. If Diviev doesn't get a touch on that, he's falling to Brathwaite's feet. Just helps it on its way for a corner. But one goal changes the whole complexion of Group B, whether that's in Copenhagen for a Russia equaliser or a Finland equaliser in St. Petersburg. That's how much it is on a knife edge. BBC Radio 5 Live. Denmark lead by two goals to one. Stroyer Larsen to take the corner kick right-hand side. This should be an away swinger. In it comes now. Christensen! The keeper of the post kept that one out from the header. He was at full stretch, was uh, Safanov. What an effort that was. So yeah, close for Denmark a to a third. Great header from Christensen. He, 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 for the first time today, he got the better of uh, Big Zuber at the far post. Great save from the keeper. In comes the cross. Good save by the goalkeeper from Brathwaite. Pulled back. Oh, that was from close range for Kerr. Pile driver back in. Christensen has scored. And Denmark lead by three goals to one. The Danes have gone delirious. What an effort that was from the Chelsea player. A fast time strike. Absolutely hammered it back in for his first goal for his country in four years. Smiles all around in Copenhagen. 3-1 and they're closing in on the last 16. What a strike from Christensen. The keeper makes two or three great saves, Safanov, but he just couldn't get anywhere near this one. What a strike from 25 yards, uh, I want to say 30. It was brilliant. Christensen comes out, the ball goes out of shot of the screen that we're seeing, and I'm waiting for a white shirt to get somewhere near it. The ball is, I've seen the replay, is 25 yards out. He puts his head down and he strikes it with his right foot 
and the keeper can do nothing he's over his right shoulder what a strike that is you'll never hit a three to one Christian Eriksen we've seen some goals tonight the one from Damsgaard but that was just an absolute bullet and you're right Dion by the time the goalkeepers reacted it's flashed past him he heard, he heard the fizz past his ears it was unbelievable you know when you've struck a nice ball you put your head down it's like a good golf shot you don't lift it you don't need to lift your head you know you've hit a good shot that was never going to be stopped never going to be stopped so Denmark lead by three goals to one at the moment they are going through as runners-up from Group B St. Petersburg, Conor McNamara still Finland nil, Belgium won the own goal from the Finnish goalkeeper Rudetsky after a powerful header by Thomas Vermeilen now it is very much up to the Finns to throw everything at it they've got four in attack now they're throwing the kitchen sink but time is running out ten minutes to go in St. Petersburg Finland must score, Finland nil, Belgium won I wouldn't at all be very surprised if very very soon we switch the commentary because it is all on what happens in St. Petersburg now as Denmark are streaming forward and Denmark with Mahler! It's four! They can do no more now, Denmark! They have been so frustrated in the first two group games. 43 shots and just the one goal. But now the release and Denmark have got a fourth goal. The three points are secure. And Denmark can now only hope that Belgium do their bit in St. Petersburg. It was on the counter-attack and the celebrations are underway. Great finish from Myler. They just go flooding forward. White shirt. See, he, he finds himself on the edge of the box. It is bang on the corner of the D. Left-hand side for Denmark. Right-hand side for Russia. And he puts it in the near post. Dion, there's been a goal in St. Petersburg. Denmark lead by four goals to one, but it's all on the closing stages now of Belgium against Finland, and crucially, who scored Conor McNamara? The goal is for Belgium, it's fantastic news for Denmark, and Lukaku, who had won ruled out earlier on, has managed to swivel, bang on the penalty spot, defender is right up against him, Ochoknesi, but he turns him and bounces it into the bottom corner this one is going to count Radetzky's own goal had put Belgium in front Finland were throwing the kitchen sink at it because they needed to score but now Belgium have got the second and there are only eight and a half minutes remaining for Finland to try to get back on level terms here it's been an evening in which Finland have occupied one of the automatic qualifying places for long periods but now they have been turned down to third place. If it finishes like this, they will be third place with three points and a goal difference of minus two. Would that be enough to be one of the best third place finishers? It would certainly be a worrying wait for them to see the resumption of the other groups and find out if they would be one of the four best third finishers out of the six groups. But for now, 2-0 to Belgium, Radetzky's own goal, Lukaku's goal, Finland to have had to absorb pressure all evening to be fair Belgium have been the better team they knew coming in tonight they were qualified anyway the only question would be which position in the group they would be 
going through in and certainly Roberto Martinez made eight changes to suggest that he was rather comfortable about the whole thing that said they thought they had taken the lead when Lukaku scored it was a very tight call VAR deciding that he was offside and I think that would have been one of the big controversial moments not just of tonight but of this tournament as a whole had it end up being nil-nil through to the end of the game here because that would have been absolutely huge and the Danes would have been in you know such turmoil about that but as it is the Belgians have now scored two goals in in quick succession there's only been seven minutes between Radetzky's own goal which by the way was powered in by a Thomas Vermaelen header which hit the post came back hit the goalkeeper and went in and then the Lukaku goal which he was able to turn and score Finland have been shocked and rocked by that they're not giving up they're trying to pile everything forward but you would imagine from this position that the Belgians should be able to hold firm now there's been a few changes made uh, Michi Batshuayi of Chelsea on of Crystal Palace the last couple of seasons has come on in place of Trossard Mounier is on as well and Lukaku having got his goal now for the evening and continuing his pursuit of the tournament's golden boot up to three goals now will be applauded as he leaves the field it is a night that he might well have had two goals but certainly one has counted for him and it's another Christian Pal uh, uh, Crystal Palace player Christian Benteke who comes on as his replacement six minutes to go in St. Petersburg Finland nil Belgium two here check back at Copenhagen and Ian Dennis where Denmark are planning for uh, a meeting with Wales in Amsterdam on Saturday and they're making changes Matthias Jensen of Brentford has replaced Delaney Andreas Cornelius has come on for Brathwaite. The supporters are celebrating in the stands. They lead by four goals to one on a night where it has been so much drama. But for Russia, they will be left feeling very, very frustrated, Dion Dublin. In a, in a negative manner, they were trying to time waste after 25 minutes. They kind of let themselves down. Yes, they had something to hold on to, but... They didn't really show any passion in that first 25, half an hour. Denmark got their goal, and since they've got their goal, Denmark, they've looked very, very positive. They've scored four goals tonight, two of them absolute world-class. Brilliant. In the tight, compact stands of the Parken Stadium, those in red are swaying from side to side. The red and white flags are aloft. But it's not only Denmark who'll be celebrating because this set of results as they'll go through with Belgium and the Danes will play Wales in Amsterdam. But Sweden, Czech Republic, France, Switzerland and England will also have their places confirmed in the knockout stages. Connor. Eden Azok's come close again for Belgium. They still lead by two goals to nil in St. Petersburg. Finland have almost abandoned all concept of defence. They've got into all on attack. Timo Pukki of Norwich City putting pressure on Nasir Chadli, the former Tottenham and West Bromwich Albion player. And uh, in a left fullback position, Chadli's gone down holding his ankle. And the referee has said that that is a free kick to the Belgians. And they will take their time over this in truth over the course of this game there's always been the feeling that the Belgians had a few gears they could step up if necessary Kevin De Bruyne has started for the first time in this tournament so too for Aiden Hazard and for Axel Witzel and all three of those players are still on the pitch and on course now to complete a full 90 minutes and that will please Roberto Martinez who has plotted his way through this group and is on the verge of celebrating another victory for Belgium to send them 
towards the last 16 with players fresh with nine points out of nine Kamara the Rangers player for Finland trying to get things moving in the midfield but surely Belgium aren't going to let it slip from here as it stands in Group B Belgium top on nine points Denmark second on three Finland also three points but with a worse goal difference and that's why when this game was nil-nil for so long tonight a point here for Finland would have had them above Denmark even with the Danes winning in Copenhagen but these two goals for Belgium are looking to send Finland down to third place and in danger of not going through as one of the third best teams and into the last 16 and as things stand the Russians well nothing's going to save them now they are going to be eliminated in the group stages they're also on three points which is the same as the Danes the same as Finland however their goal difference is at minus five and much worse than the other two Witzel has possession gives it back to Jason Denier and now on to Kevin De Bruyne inside the centre circle short to Witzel again the Borussia Dortmund player this is the first game of football he started for club or country since January but he's done really well in the midfield Finland would need two goals here to change what events are taking place both across here and in Copenhagen two goals for the Finns would see them get a point and that would move Denmark out of the automatic qualifying places but they need those two goals to come in the next two and a half minutes Kamara for Finland over the halfway line might be fouled by Mounier play on as the referee gives it back to Oshoknessy the Finn with the Irish name up to the halfway line Kauko does a little turn tries to spin one forward and it might just fall through Timapuki sprints after it the ball is just touched back by the defender Boyata back to Courtois and the Real Madrid goalkeeper clears it down the pitch up towards Christian Benteke who has come on for his first appearance of the tournament replacing the uh, the goal scorer Lukaku so 88 minutes 30 seconds on the clock there are 90 seconds of the 90 minutes remaining there'll be a little bit added on for stoppages in St. Petersburg Finland are about to come up too short for an automatic qualification place the Belgians have possession and they are toying with the Finns now they have it at a standstill on the halfway line Jason Denoyer is stepping and walking and he's got Mounier outside him and Finland have left themselves simply too much to do as we prepare to slip into stoppages Belgium are on course for their third straight win of the group stages let's go back to Copenhagen for the closing stages of Denmark Russia with Ian Dennis three minutes of additional time which we're now into and Denmark lead by four goals to one and allied with that scoreline that Connor is watching in St. Petersburg. The celebrations Dion Dublin are underway. Kasper Yulmund is waving his arms up and down with his black cardigan. He's got a smile on his face because they know nothing now can stop Denmark from going through. Absolutely not. They've just been keeping the ball for the last five minutes. Denmark bouncing it about. Every time a red shirt comes close to them, they pass it to their teammate. Frustrating Russia making them concede free kicks they've been brilliant in this game they've been patient they've always always been positive i've covered a lot of the danish press conferences over the last few days uh yesterday kasper schmeichel was saying it's okay to be vulnerable every emotion is okay they've been angry they've laughed they've cried but now they are smiling 4-1 they lead and against the odds they have come up with the goods when it mattered most. Long ball pumped forward towards Cornelius. 
and it'll be a corner kick for uh, for Denmark and the supporters as well but everybody is smiling everybody is beaming on the bench Kasper Yulman who had said in the build-up to the game we are not ready to exit the Euros they've had to experience so much that you probably wouldn't really expect to experience as a footballer not in the circumstances in that opening game against Finland a game that nobody really believed should have been played and it took its toll they lost they then gave away a defeat against Belgium they came into this game under so much pressure but they lead by four goals to one Hoybier coming forward the bandished Hoybier shoots and gets another corner kick as he fires it in low been brilliant haven't they I think Denmark have been absolutely brilliant who'd have thought coming into this competition say who, who do you think's going to score the goal of the tournament Christian Eriksen wouldn't have been on that list what a goal he scored from 25 yards very very good strike really positive performance good individual performances as well from Denmark they worked out Russia early scored four good goals well by my watch the three minutes have elapsed it'll be Denmark against Wales in Amsterdam on Saturday Jensen with the corner kick towards the far post was the time for a fifth goal and there it is there is the final whistle and those images of unity respect and compassion can now be joined with wild celebrations as the beer is being tossed into the air and it smiles all around for Denmark because they have beaten what an exciting match Denmark with a 4-1 win over Russia just uh, the crowd the excitement from Parkin Stadium in Copenhagen good afternoon everyone I'm Matthew Kaz and this is TSN Radio's live coverage of Euro 2020